welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and previat. It's really, really good to be with you again. And I know you'll be so happy you've joined me today because I have a very special guest and I will introduce her very shortly. I'm just so excited to have you with us. First of all, Francisca, welcome. Thank you, Samia, for having me. Yes, it's my pleasure. And um, actually, you know what? Let me just have you uh, jump right in and tell us more about who you are and what you do. Okay, thank you very much, Sonia. My name is Francisca Epale. I am from Cameroon, West Africa, originally. My father came from Cameroon. My mother came from Jamaica. I am a former educator. I used to teach ESL, English, English as a second language and French in the United States, in Canada and China for over 20 years. And I've taught from middle school up to university. I've even taught a foreign ambassador French. I am also a French interpreter, accredited community French interpreter, and I have a different certificates to train as a teacher, a trainer, an educator. That is so cool. And I know that there's even more amazing things that you do. And the reason that I'm interviewing you today is actually because you're also an author of How I Conquered Breast Cancer Without Chemotherapy, My Journey from a Mess to a Message. Tell me more about your book. Okay. On August 1st, 2019, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. this, did, this did not come to me as a shock because cancer is genetic for those who are not aware. So if you, if you plan to marry somebody, ask them, do you have anybody in your family who has passed away from cancer? And if they ask you, why are you asking? They said, no, just, it's, it's just a random question. You got to know what you are getting into. So mm -hmm. because I lost five family members who had passed away from cancer, I did not want to be number six. Mm -hmm. So I decided not to do chemotherapy and sought the advice of a naturopathic doctor. So when I refused the chemotherapy, the oncologist said, I have been an oncologist for 25 years. No patient has ever refused chemotherapy. And I told him, Dr. So-and-so, relax, calm down. I'm just exercising my patient bill of rights. Mm. The patient bill of rights states that you have the right to refuse treatment. So I chose not to do chemo. And when I went and saw a naturopathic doctor, I had to go back to the oncologist a year later 
for a follow-up. And he said, oh, whatever that doctor did, he did a good job. Now he was happy. Then I had to go again the second year for another follow-up and I, I was cancer-free. So that I don't need to see him again. I should just see my family doctor. So that's the gist of it. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> so, I mean, you just have to tell me more. So what were like some of the challenges that you learned about with cancer having been exposed to this family history and the struggles that your family have had. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. So the challenges, first of all, I had um, a family member who died three years ago. Mm. And I, and this family member, I don't want to mention exactly the names of the relationship because they're are no longer around. This person suffered cancer for 11 years. So the chemo that he took triggered other, so he ended up having three different kinds of cancer for a span of 11 years. Okay. So it was, it was so bad that during his last days, he lost so much weight and the doctor said they wanted to do another procedure. He said, no more procedure. Mm-hmm. No more. He said it three times. Yeah. And I saw the state in which this family member was in. I said, is this what chemotherapy does to people? So I decided, no, this is not for me. Mm. I have to do something else. Yeah. So how did you go about discovering the something else? First of all, I read about a doctor in Jamaica who cured her cancer without chemotherapy. So I reached out to her and asked her permission to use her name in my book. I saw what she did. It was really good, but I did other things in addition to what she did. So this is not original. I'm not the first person who has had my cancer cured without chemotherapy. Yeah. No, I totally believe you. I'm on board uh, with what you're saying. I think that's one of the downsides of western medicine is that it can be very harsh in the way that it impacts your body Uh, like on the one hand it's treating something but then on the other hand there are all these like side effects and unfortunately a lot of times um 
the the doctors who are using these western methodologies have no idea how to even address this quandrum or catch 22 as it were that you know people find themselves in when they're getting these treatments and this is the only option that they believe they have Um, yeah so so tell me more what did you discover in terms of uh this kind of naturopathy uh what kind of do they do Uh, yeah what's their approach there are different things that i did i i cannot mention their names because of the confidentiality between doctors and patients and she told us do not put her name on facebook on social media she wants to to remain low-key so i did things like detoxification i detox my liver my kidney you know i did a mucus cleanse deep cleansing and my whole lifestyle changed i i don't use chemicals in my home to clean i use vinegar and water i don't use a microwave i heat my food on the stove so when i go to work and somebody is using a the microwave, I have to run away fast because I don't want any radiation near me. So they all know at work, I don't use a microwave anymore. Even the soap that I use, even the lotion, everything has changed. So I'm very careful about what I eat too because cancer is is caused by five things through my research and genetics is one of them. Uh, What are the other four? You want to know the other four? I don't want to give out everything. Okay, I'll tell you. The other four, okay, one is genetic, one is your diet, Mm. the third one is environmental toxins, Mm. then the other one is um, chronic stress. Stress can cause cancer when you're under chronic stress. Right, right. And and I bet most people are actually exposed to multiple factors. Uh, I mean, most people living... A modern lifestyle are exposed to environmental toxins, Toxin. immense amounts of stress for sure. Yes. And they may have like genetics um, mm. in their family that also make them prone to, um, uh, you know, ex- having to deal with something like cancer developing in their body. Oh my gosh. Uh, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah, we will not be able to talk about everything in your book. I definitely encourage people to uh, get your book and read all the details there. But whatever you're willing to share with us right now, we'd be happy to learn. (laughs) Okay, I changed my diets. There's something that I am. Mm -hmm. I call G-bombs. G-bombs is an acronym for greens. These are the foods that you should eat. Ah. Greens beans onions mushrooms berries and seeds so there's certain foods that i don't eat i think like pizza pepperoni Mm. sausages bacon meats i avoid those things and i've even have to turn down certain invitations because what they were going to offer i don't eat so i don't want to offend anybody somebody invited me to a picnic they were going to have hot dogs and hamburgers i can't eat that stuff so rather than go there and then i don't eat i chose not to go Mm. so my whole lifestyle has has changed so if somebody comes to my home i they already know all my friends and family know 
if you come to my home, don't ask me for microwave. Yeah. If you want to heat up the food, yeah. I don't have a microwave. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you make a really important point that you made all of these changes in your lifestyle so you could get healthy and maintain your health also. And in that context, it's so important for us to communicate clearly with our friends and family, our co-workers about what our boundaries are, what our requirements are, because otherwise, how are you going to maintain, you know, and you'll always maybe be feeling awkward about things but this way you've been clear upfront, and uh i'm sure that's really helpful yeah another thing i want to share when i was diagnosed um, with breast cancer i went to my pastor mm-hmm. and i said pastor solomon i would like to see you after church but i want your wife to be there as well mm. so so after church i told him that i was diagnosed with breast cancer stage two so the wife put her right hand on my right breast while the pastor prayed for me and he used these words you will not die you shall live you will not die you shall live to share your testimony so about two weeks ago i went back and told him that i want to share a testimony in his church he now has a new church and i went there i shared my testimony and i gave him two books and I gave him a little something for the church. That is so beautiful. So, uh, you know, when you talk about going to your pastor, like, and him praying for you, him and his wife, I'm sure was also uh, for sure praying for you. Um, What motivated that for you? Because I am a Christian and I'm a believer. We have pastors who are very, very strong in their faith. Mm-hmm. I just felt I have prayed. Let him also pray as well. You know, I'm, yeah. I was one of his members. So I, I, I just wanted special prayers because when you are in the Christian faith and if you have a little situation, you have the right to go to the pastor and ask for mm-hmm. prayers. So since it, it was a feminine thing, I didn't want him to put his hand on my breast. That's why I said, I want the wife to be there. Yeah. But sometimes they will ask you, you put your hand on your breast and then they're going to put it on top. But I still did not want that. So <laughs> just to be safe, yes. I asked the wife to be there. Yes. No, I think that's a great idea. Actually, you know, like um, I understand that because in our Muslim culture, um, we we will maintain those kinds of boundaries as well. Yes. So I really appreciate that. Cool. So, you know, I'm a happiness expert. So my area of specialization is dealing with mental health and emotional health. So when you mentioned stress as one of the factors that can make people sick, I would love for you to share with us maybe a few tips or your perspective or insight on how you deal with the stress aspect of uh, the the risk factor oh how i handle stress right now oh how i handle stress oh when i am stressed i meditate Mm. i take a shower i take a nap and i listen to some cool relaxing music i calm down 
Yeah, I turn off my phone so that nobody will bother me. You know, I listen to soft music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's what I do. I love that. I love that. Is there like a specific kind of meditation that you love to do? I just go on on YouTube and I say meditation for five minutes. There are different kinds. Nothing particular. And I close my eyes. I do whatever they say. Whatever the YouTube says. So many things are on YouTube. Some of them are fake. Some of them are true. But I try out the meditations and it has worked. <laughs> ah, you know, I like that mindset. It's like, I find that, you know, one of the things about meditation is that, like you said, there are so many different forms. And yes. you don't know what you will enjoy the most you until you try it. So I love yes. your approach of just trying out different things and see what you what will work for you that is awesome that is really awesome um okay so is there anything else that you love to share um from your book about you know your journey from a mess to a message yes something i would like to share is that do not rely 100 on your doctors Okay, you have to do your own research because I remember too when I was in China I went to go teach English in China I had another medical condition um, where I almost passed away they wanted me to have surgery I was dealing with four different doctors so I asked one of the doctors I said doctor so and so I won't mention his name I'm going to ask you a question I'm not trying to be rude but do not lie to me. Look me in my eyes and don't lie. If I don't have this surgery, will I die? He said, no. I said, okay, I'll wait until I get to Canada. So when they speak in, in English, I will understand. Because here, sometimes they do not understand. Mm -hmm. So when I went to Canada, when I came back, the first week I was back, I made an appointment to see an internationally renowned hemopathic doctor. He did a biofeedback body scan and based on what the computer said, because of my age, I do not need a hysterectomy. So you see, they were telling me I need to have it. I need to have it. They made as if, if I don't have it, I will die. So you got to ask intelligent questions. Some people don't know that the doctors, they know they have their own agenda. It's your body. It's your health. So you have the right to say no, because that's a patent bill of rights. For example, when I was supposed to have him, um, when I was, I was supposed to have chemotherapy and I turned it down, I asked the doctor, apart from losing your, your hair, what are the side effects? And he said, oh, you get tired. I said, that's not a side effect because I'm always tired anyway. So I came home and I did my research on the side effects and I said, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. So you have to do what is best for you. Okay. Um, I am not um, a medical doctor. In my book, there is a medical disclaimer. Okay, this is just my journey. I chose not to do it. But if somebody has cancer and they want to use chemo, they have to make that decision. Mm -hmm. You do your research. Yeah. You know? I'm just here to share my story that I chose not to do it because I lost five family members from cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Uh, uh, one thing I was just uh, wondering, so the okay. naturopathic doctor and they helped you uh, learn how to heal from the cancer and so forth. Um, 
was it specific to just healing breast cancer or can this advice be allowed uh, applied to people who are suffering from different kinds of cancer okay this is what she just did i don't know whether it's this it is just for breast cancer but i think all this i think i'm not a doctor i'm a health coach i got a certificate at as a health coach, I think this could be applied to all cancer, but I'm not 100% sure. It's uh, possible. Yes, yes. So it sounds like um, a lot of what you have shared so far that would be generally applicable. Um, cool. So tell me more about being a health coach. Okay. When I, when I got cured from cancer, I decided to become a health coach so that I'll become more branded. It was a six month course and I took it. So I am both a, a health and a life coach. Nice. I started to become one. So if I have read the book and I said, and I'm also a health coach, it makes more sense. I'll, I'll tend to be more branded. Yeah. Yes. So what's your approach uh, as a health coach? How do you help people? I help women who want, who want to become a better version of themselves. Mm. Yes. Women in their prime. Nice. And yes. what kind of things do you work with them on? How do you help them? For example, weight loss, nutrition, and sleep. Those are the three things that I work on. I can tell them what to do if they cannot sleep. I got some ideas for them. Nice. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you work on people, work with people on their sleep because I know that is one of the most um, ignored areas in healthcare. Yes. It's yes. like most of us, we take our sleep for granted. We are willing to give up our sleep for every little big reason. And we don't even realize what a big deal that is, how harmful it can be to our health not to get enough sleep, enough quality sleep, yes. uh, and so on and so forth. Oh. It's very important to have your sleep. Like the other day I joined um, a personal development course because I'm somebody, I like to learn. I'm yes. a former teacher. I love to learn so that I don't get bored. So um, the, the mentor says, it's now 11 p.m. Do you have time for me to work with you? Is it too late? I said it's late, but since you're offering me, I'm not going to refuse. It is important. And he, we were on the computer from 11 p.m. until 1 a.m. You know? So he said, oh, now you have to go to bed. So I was a little bit tired when I had to go to work. But you know what? I chose to stay up. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make sacrifices, but don't do that all the time. Yeah. There are different ways if you cannot sleep. Take a shower, a warm shower about two hours before you go to bed. And two hours before bed, shut off all the electronics. Mm. People love this cell phone. They everywhere, even in the kitchen. I, when I go even to the ladies' room, I hear people in the they're in the bathroom talking <laughs> on the phone. Come on. That you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. People have their phone. It's like oxygen. So turn off all the electronics two hours before you go to bed, okay? Do not exercise before you go to bed. Do not drink alcohol and stop drinking water two hours before you go to bed so that you will not wake up in the middle of the night. Oh. The little things that little things that you need to do so that you can sleep better and also massage. If you want to sleep well, have a massage. This morning, 
I went to go do a body massage and it was beautiful. She did a wonderful massage on me. So tonight I know I'm going to sleep well. Yes. So those are certain things that you can incorporate to make you sleep better. And all that is self-care. It's yes. all part of self-care. Yes. Oh my gosh. I think massage is also... Like I know, um, again, like for me, it, it was, a, it's a healing modality that I was never particularly uh, exposed to. Okay. But, and therefore I did not really understand and appreciate. But actually uh, in the, I would say maybe in the last 10 years or so, my father started doing more research in traditional um, uh, different traditional Indian therapies yeah. and healing modalities and massage is huge actually in Indian yes. culture okay. um, oh my gosh there's like this deep history of using healing uh, healing touch uh, in the context of massage to help heal all kinds of ailments and even to maintain good health yes yeah. yeah i go for them because i have insurance with my job they cover 90 percent of it so why won't i go for massages yes yeah. yes i mean i yes that's an excellent point people like look at the benefits you're offered through your medical insurance if you have yes. medical insurance and if you have these these kinds of uh, things included there take advantage of it of course yes uh, okay cool thank you so much francisca you're giving so many amazing tips and so much amazing advice is there anything mm -hmm. else you would like to share with us today yes there's something else i would like to share if you have the opportunity i would like you to go to amazon and purchase my book it's an easy read the way I wrote the book, even if you're 12 years old, you can understand it. Because cancer, it doesn't discriminate. Yeah. Whether you are you are suffering from ADD or you have a PhD, it attacks everybody. It's like COVID. Remember COVID attacked the presidents of the countries, the janitors, the presidents. It doesn't discriminate. And there's also something I want to say about breast cancer. Do your breast self examinations mm. do not rely on mammograms because they are not 100 accurate i was the one who caught my cancer by feeling my my breasts mm. and if you are shy ask your husband and if you don't have a husband hire a massage therapist or go to your doctor but examine your breasts regularly it's very important feel for lumps do that when you're in the shower and when you're you're applying lotion to your body right that is, it is yeah. excuse me it is not a death sentence if it is caught early mine was stage two and cancer has four stages usually stage four you usually tend to pass away so stage two was early i caught mine early and it it did not spread so please examine your breasts don't be shy Yes, thank you for that reminder. And, you know, I, I believe, do you have any like um, particular websites or resources that you recommend for where people can learn to do a breast examination, like self-examination? No, I don't have resources, but they can contact me and I could, you know, and I could tell them how to do it. Yeah. 
Sure. They usually say, I learned this from a nurse, a friend of mine who is a nurse, they recommend that you yeah. you you massage your breast 50 times, 25 uh-huh. times clockwise and anti-clockwise and, and counterclockwise. Even when I went to China before going, I saw a homeopathic doctor. He told me that my right, my right breast was not functioning well, but I didn't pay any attention because I was on my way to China. And he himself said you should massage your breasts all the time as part of your self-care. Uh, that is really cool. So for sure, I want to encourage all of our listeners to take good care of themselves by engaging in these self-care practices, uh, self uh, like for women. Yes, you know, like definitely the self-exam for your breasts is really important massage massaging yourself uh, very very important and if you're not sure how to do it as francisca said you can connect with her and she will be able to help you with that also get her book uh, from amazon we'll be sure to drop those uh, links uh in the show notes so please check the show notes and uh um, yeah, I think I'm feeling pretty com- complete. Are you wanting to say anything else for right now, Francisca? We have a book that we have. It's called The Map Book. If you want anything in your life, it deals with universal laws and the law of attraction. If you want anything in your life and you're having problems having it, please contact me and I'll share the website. It might help you. I, you can contact me on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on YouTube. Seminar. I'm, I'm on Instagram as well. Okay. Nice. Yes. Excellent. So we will share all of your links in the show notes. So again, to all of our dear listeners, please check the show notes. And until we connect next time, I just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy.